Welcome to the IMO Podcast. This is your MCL. If you haven't checked out our previous episode, Quarantine Blues, you can find that on all major streaming platforms. Without further ado, here are your two hosts, DJ Oxcord and Sundance Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome everybody. back. Ooh, man. After, after the three week, was it three week hiatus? I don't know. Time, time doesn't exist right now. So just we just had a hiatus. But uh, yeah. those of y'all that are still listening, much love. Uh, work with us on the audio. We're all doing this from our separate from our uh, respective cribs. So yeah, um, we're yeah we're all home, guys. We're all keeping dealing, uh, keeping up with the sheltering at home, social distancing. You know, we're yeah. just we're trying to abide by you know um, you know what our local governments are trying to what they feel is best for everybody. So yeah, you know, which we good. found a way. We found a way. So we're gonna try to keep providing content to you guys, and uh, maybe honestly, with this setup, being able to do it. Um, you know, distance wise, it might not be the greatest audio that we can put out weekly, but, you know, I think it, uh, I think it'll be great to, uh, I think the quantity of, of content that we can put out will grow and it's going to be quality as well. But, you know, now we can actually, you know, we don't, we can actually put out more work, you know, more topics. Yeah. We can start pushing out more episodes. So be on the lookout for that, but just work with us and Thanks again for being here. And we uh, are we back. Go. We are Go back. Ahead. Oh, my yep, bad, my bad, back. my bad. Oh, we're good. We're getting we used to this audio. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we are back, you know. We got our we got our yep. man L, you know, yep, behind yep. Be- behind the scenes, of course. You know, he's there. He's back with us as well as of course. And we also brought back our uh previous guest, our last guest that we had on, our our boy Rico, you know. Rico just, back, think, back by popular we, demand. They signed a petition yeah, for you yeah. to come back, Rico. So <laughs> we had to put you back on. <laughs> he had got a lot of good, he had got a lot of good feedback, you know. So, but yeah. you know, with this um, with this distance learning, I mean, distance learning. Lord have mercy. But with this distance, <laughs> with this distance stuff that we're doing, you know, I mean, he doesn't, you know, live where we live. So it's like, you know, let's bring him in on the audio, man. We had such great conversation. Just keep it going. See, but now you guys are putting a lot of pressure on me to to be able to provide this content that's i don't even have a chair i don't even have a chair to sit on so that's not our problem that's your problem <laughs> <laughs> but uh so what's been up what have, what have we been doing look man i have been saving at least like three hours a day without having a commute and to wake up early and all this stuff so i got to enjoy all the all the good things coming out during this introvert season how i'd like yeah, to call right. it so it's been it's been pretty good uh, I know, I know. So you're working, you're working from home. I know Elle's working from home. And what about you, Sundance? Yeah, I'm uh, working from home as well, man. Um, you know, waking up early, just delayed maybe an hour or so. But, you know, wake up and working nine to four pretty much. And just trying to stay, uh, just trying to stay busy, man. Just trying to keep my yeah. mind from wandering, you know, idle minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get you. Well, I'm, I'm 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 fortunate enough to be an essential worker, so I'm waiting for my discount in the next five years, on every <laughs> every first Sunday. I'm not just playing, but uh, nah, I'm still I'm I'm still lucky and blessed to have a uh, have a job. I know it's corny and cliche to say, but there's a lot of people that aren't getting checks right now or any source of income. So there's a lot of people. I'm not gonna man. complain about it. 
Exactly, man. I think um I think those that are still working, that are still out there, out and about, a hundred percent appreciate, you know, you guys making Thank sure to sure. making sure the shelves are stocked. I know I'm I there's no way we're ever running out of food at this time and moment. But, you know, yeah. as far as what we're able to bring to the stores, but it's just getting it to the stores, which has been difficult because everybody's been losing their mind and hoarding and stocking up on shit tenfold you know which yeah i, I guess man i mean i didn't uh, i didn't i guess i i don't know people yeah, just gotta my, my ass, so. no go ahead what i was just gonna say my ass doesn't remember the the feel of two ply so <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta do eight rolls around the hand for one wipe <laughs> <laughs> I was reintroduced to those wet wipes, though. Those wet wipes, life changers. I don't. I'm, I see. I'm afraid to use those because you no, know, they're wet. So, like, what if it's a nasty one and I come up? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> think about it. I don't even want to look. <laughs> Just hop in the shower, man. Just hop in the shower. We we find solutions in this quarantine. <laughs> no, but you know the thing is, people just need to need to be considered, especially when shopping. You don't need to get. Eight eight carton of sixteen ounce sixteen uh, count eggs, you know you don't need to you don't need to get ten pounds of ground beef, you know you don't need to get yeah. you don't need to get five gallons of milk. Like if everyone just shot till they regularly shot, we'll be okay. You breaking up a little bit. You still on that Wi-Fi, man? Nah, man. All right, man. <laughs> Am I good now? We good now? You chop. You coming in choppy for a minute? How do I sound? Yeah. No, I think everyone sounds pretty good. All I think right. you, know, you might be moving the mic a little bit. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, that might be the issue. Yeah, I think you. I think you're moving. Uh, I think you're moving the mic a little bit, man. Okay. Possible. Know. That could be. That, that, I think that could be the chopping in there. Other than that, though. Yeah, man. Okay. I think you're right, man. Well, you know, it's calmed down, man. I, we've been out. We haven't done a podcast in a minute, so you know, early on, everybody was losing their mind. But right now, man, you go to the stores. At least me personally, the t- I've times I've gone grocery shopping or shopping in general, man. Stuff's still on the. It's not as bad as it was in the beginning, like in March or yeah. early April. It's- See, I still I still look bad because I only go shopping like every paycheck and I get paid every two weeks. So it just looks bad. My cart's all full of shit. People looking at me. I look like those dudes in the math problems. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you see, you see, but but I'm sure you 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 work within what you actually need. You're not out here buying massive amounts. You know what I mean? Just because you're freaking out and also you want to follow the crowd. You get me? I mean, I'm buying a lot of alcohol. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't think people, I don't think we're going <laughs> to run out of that. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Nah, but, but yeah, and, no, and, it's, it's been a lot and, of necessities. It's not been anything that's just been sitting on the shelf. And, and, and as of late, I've been, I've been trying to stay on the positive side, but man, you know, you turn the news on and you watch the media. And that's just, it's just nothing. I'm not going to say it's negative, but the media is a whole nother beast right now. It's, it's just, it, they, they're gnawing at the chance to turn everyone against each other. I don't care how you see it, man. I see CNN, Fox, left, right. They just trying to, they're just trying to get you to, to be against the other, like so hard right now, like heavily. Yeah. It's just, it's, and like for like when this first started, I would come home and I'd watch the news, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't get lost because I wouldn't watch I wouldn't spend that that many uh, minutes. Well, I think at most like total an hour a day on it, 
but it's just I'd watch it and then you just get so you get so like involved with it and then you start losing yourself and then before you know it you think like the that literally the apocalypse is outside and it's just and they paint a totally different picture granted they're giving you they're trying to scare the people so you stay home and do your part i understand but it's just it's just crazy what's being shown i, I think some of it is unnecessary but that's just that's just my point of view yeah i think what do you think rico i think we should remind the folks at back home that all opinions expressed on this podcast are entirely our own and we completely take credit for them. And if you have offense to them, just give us a like, share, share the video. We got social media. Let us know. Um, I mean, and that's the whole point. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I guess just to answer that question, I think, I think what one person's positive spin on things is another person's negative. It just depends on what you feel. So true. Yeah, I, I got to the point. I mean, I got to the, I had got to the point. I was in a, I think it was in a group message with the uh, coworkers and whatnot. And you know me, I, y'all remember me early on. I was, I was on a rant about masks. You know what I mean? I was like, everybody should just be, you mm-hmm. know, everybody. I was like, and it was, I wasn't on a rant like everybody should know to wear a mask because not a lot of people in this country know, to, hey, just put on a mask. You know what I'm saying? But I was talking about. You know, Japanese culture, uh, South Korea, Taiwan, Singapore, all these countries that are high Asian populations, culturally, at least in those countries, often when they're sick or whether it's the high pollution, whether it's um, they have respiratory issues already, so on and so forth, um, or if they are sick during a certain time of the year, usually they wear a mask. And you know that's them kind of being courteous to you. um, So they don't spread it. So, you know, me early on, I was like, I was like, I was like, I wish, I was like, why don't they? Because you know, this, everybody, these doctors were saying, whether it was from the CDC at the time, Fauci, the Surgeon General, there was all these other governors talking about, don't wear masks. Um, it doesn't help you. It doesn't. It's not going to help prevent uh, the spread, so on and so forth. When they should have said is, because I know Oxcourt on his side, he's all like, save it more for the healthcare workers, so on and so forth, which I understood completely. Um, but there is a way to go about it as, as a leaders of the, this free world that we have, right. To be, you know what guys, if you can make a mask on your own and try to save the more, the N95 mask and, um, these, uh, surgical masks, save those for the healthcare professionals. There's other ways you can make a mask at home that roughly does the same thing. We want to make sure that we given the best protection to those who are on the front line. If you need to go out use a bandana, use a makeshift mask, makeshift mask, and then go home and you and use your ability to work from home if you can and shelter at home. But they didn't say that, you know what I mean? They were just like, don't wear a mask, it's not going to work, so on and so forth. And you know me, y'all, I was going off talking about just wear a mask. Like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It's not going to kill anybody. It's not going to hurt you for anybody to put on a mask. But nobody was telling anybody to wear, put on a mask. When people say stay home, like when when our top leaders were like stay home they stood home but if they could have literally just been like hey guys if you get a chance wear a mask you know what i mean like if you can make a mask wear a mask more people would have did it and then they were like then they kind of made it like mandatory and all that and i was like all right you know me man i'm not big big government type deal so i lost my shit yeah (laughs) i I lost my shit because you it was hard for me to lose my cool because I'm for the mask, but then I'm like, right. no, nah, now you're telling me I have to. Like, all right, that's a different story. I, 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 
All right, that brings up two things. So, one, I think when it comes to wearing the mask, I'm not a huge fan either. And where I work, it's they they make it mandatory that we wear masks. And I'm not I'm not huge on that, but you know, I, I just I just put it in the back of my mind that I'm wearing it for two reasons. One, not for me, because again, I've told y'all this too. I'm on that. I guess you can call it an arrogant arrogant mindset where if I get it, I'll be all right. You know, I'm young, this and that. You know, I'll be okay. But I don't want to infect those those people that I love, you know, including, you know, I'll throw my parents in there. You know, they're, they're of age and I don't want to put them at risk. And I don't want to be like, well, you know, I'm not going to get it. So there's no need for me to wear a mask. So I wear the mask essentially for them, to protect them. You know, so that that's basically the whole thing because I can't stand it. It's hard to breathe. I even wear yeah. gloves. Too. I'm, a, I'm that extent. I'm all, I'm full hazmat suited up. No, I'm just yeah. fucking. But, uh, no, but uh, <laughs> no, but you know, I wear it, I wear it on that end. I don't like it either. And I'm gonna can even though this is uh, well here in Texas, they're gonna they're gonna start uh, you know uh, letting the uh, the economy yeah. uh, go back to normal. So or not not a hundred percent. You know, they're gradually starting to have phases. And I believe on Friday they're gonna make it's not gonna be mandatory to wear masks anymore. And I'm still gonna wear it even even if I go out. You know, when I go to work. I'm still going to wear it just in case because I don't want to take any chances. Yeah. And I think, and I, and I will too, as well, you know, like I said before, they kind of made it like, like here locally, like they made it like, yo, if you're going out in public places, wear a mask. When they kind of did that, that kind of just irritated me, you know, just me personally. Cause I was on, I'm, you know, we talked about it earlier through messages and the group chat. Um, I was for wearing, you know, I was for trying to stop the spread and trying to help, you know, family members and anybody that I may come in contact with by sheltering at home. But and I, I was even for the mask. I was, I was the one like, yo, I'm a, I'm a wear the right. mask because it's going to help. But you know, when they just, and I'm still going to wear it regardless because I, I truly think I've always, and I've always thought that it helps, but it just kind of irked me at the point when they were like, yo, you got to, but then L, yeah. you know, L's right though. Like, you know what I'm saying? L was, people were getting mad. Um, People are getting mad because they're hearing that businesses uh, were not letting them in if they didn't have a mask, so on and so forth. And I don't know how many times they have the right to. It's a private business. They always have that sign. I have the right to refuse service to anyone. Yep, exactly. So, and you know, and that made me mad too. As uh, not, it didn't make me mad like the stores are doing. It made me mad at the people that were getting mad at um, businesses. I'm like, they have the right. They have the right, right. to. First, first of all, they got to go to work. So they're, they don't want to go home and take it to, they don't want to go home and bring anything else home as well. So they're like, yeah, you know what? You ain't coming in my store or you not shopping here if you don't have a mask on, whether you believe right. in it or not, go get your groceries somewhere else. It's cool. Right. It's Walmart. Now, now, we good. And, and what do you think, Rico? Are you, are you strapped up over there? You're wearing a mask and gloves and all that? I haven't been outside in days. <laughs> no, but um, no. So I've been I've been wearing masks. I've been getting different ones. Uh, thankfully, I've been you know, my sister knows a couple of people who've made masks. Some of my friends here have made masks. You know, they they take their talents and their skills and they're letting them shine. You know, one of the one of my friends, shout out shout out to her. She's a cosplayer. She does a lot of cosplays. So she's uh been sewing up masks for people and handing them out for free. So okay. I've been using some of those and. I've been doing these random little tests that you see. What are the random tests? And I don't know. May, there's no, I guess, virus science to it, but it makes me feel better. If you take like a match and you can blow through your mask, 
and it puts it out is it really protecting you is it really protecting anybody <laughs> like, that, like that's a that's, that's a, a quick one. test yeah. and it makes it makes me feel a little better right so i've been like, doing yeah. stuff like that you know? uh, i didn't think about that light a match and try to blow through your mask yeah. to see if you could blow it out that's you could also test your toilet paper like that. See how thick it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too, right there. <laughs> now, now on the, now on the, now on the, I, I've personally during this lockdown, I don't even want to call it a lockdown, but this stay-at-home order, I've personally, I kind of don't mind it. Like, I've actually, I've actually, um, I've actually gotten more family time. We made it a rule in my household that you try to watch a movie every night or a program. And, you know, granted, I, I do live with my family. So I have that. Uh, I have that. I guess you want to call it a luxury. Um, so I actually don't mind it. And I kind of like the I, it, there's a there's a there's a sense of calmness in the in the community when you go out. It's it just I don't know. Maybe it's just me, my mindset, but I've actually liked it. Am I getting I wouldn't say bored, but am I getting like, do I still want to go out and do certain things? Hell yeah. But I've, I actually don't mind it, and then I also I've also got a lot of like personal time with myself to just think. And I've actually on the positive side, I liked it. Now I know I know there's I know I'm gonna put you on blast, Sundance, but I know kind of you were on the the you weren't a huge fan of it. I don't know if you are now, but I know you're not a huge fan of um in a. Can you hear me? The stay at home. Yeah, yeah, you good? Are oh, you good? Of um, the stay at home. Yeah, I I was. Uh... It was, and this was this was my reasoning and I and ideas, you know, because I've kind of, <sighs> I'm sorry if I breathe too hard, but in the long run, I was just I was just thinking, you know, you look at the top vaccine um, scientists on production of vaccine, it's usually 18 to 24 months before you get a vaccine, right? And you know, I've always said without without a vaccine, a cure, or a proper form of treatment that has a high success rate, no matter when. Um, no matter when we open up. So, you know, we're, you know, I listened to a doctor, I think it was on Bill Maher and he's kind of, he said it in a more eloquent way than I was thinking, but it put it in perspective. But what I was thinking is, um, everybody's saying flattening the curve is we don't, we're not beating the virus. All we're doing is postponing its effects. So eventually when we do open up, we're going to have to, um, there's no way you can keep shelter at home and uh, economies and businesses at a low point and try to think that they're going to survive or think people are still going to have jobs if we don't open back up. So when we do open back up, even if we weren't right now, if we were going to open up, if the shelter in place was going to continue until July, we would ha- we would have this false sense of security in my mind. If, if there wasn't no vaccine cure or proper uh, form of treatment that would help with a high success rate, if we didn't have any of those things, I think around July, if we were to kick the shelter in place at home, all we were doing is preventing the inevitable, right? We would eventually mm-hmm. open back up just at a later date. So therefore, in my mind, not a doctor, not a scientist, just kind of common sense, uh, trying to make an educated guess as with the research I've been doing or trying to do and that we've been throwing back each other as a group that I honestly think that if it if we don't see a shot up in cases in May, okay, but we open back up in July, then in July and August it's going to hit. And if we wait till September, November, it's just going to happen in September and November. Um, 
So that's kind of what my logically, I, I was never for, and if I ever came across like I was for, and I know I've joked around like, nah, let it all open full blown. But I was more on the lines of let's, let's, let's start doing it little by little. Like we need to, because there's pe- there's a lot of people that unemployment, what, 22 million people f- filed for unemployment, like record breaking. I think it was record breaking at 3 million people, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the exact numbers. I could have swore it was up in the tens. I don't know. I'll look right now. You might be right. I think a few weeks ago so was that email. So yeah, we've been trying to be number one on everything, you know. Exactly. Number one in cases. <laughs> number one on employment. Yeah, we're number one in everything, right, America? <laughs> we got to get back on top in some categories, right? <laughs> but my, my my whole thing is I I don't mind opening. Um, and I, like I said, I know I, I'm on. I'm, I'm I go to the extreme part, and I've brought this up too. So first of all, before I continue, that all the group chats, and I'm sure our listeners can relate, whatever group chats y'all have, I'm sure those shits are blowing up during this whole stay-at-home order because no one else has shit to do. I'm sure DMs are blowing up. I'm sure dudes are shooting their shot right now, too. So <laughs> Yo, Future's a legend. Shout out, Future. <laughs> all right. So, so good luck to all those dudes shooting their shot. You know, remember, you, you miss all the shots you don't take. So, you know. <laughs> Rest but, you in know, peace, I, <laughs> right i'm sure i'm sure all the uh, all the group chats are, are going off and ours is ours has been going off daily and um and i again i'm on the extreme side and i brought this up too where i always say it's either you it's either are you going to pick a life over money or you're going to pick money over life and again that's an that's an extreme viewpoint but you know people are dying from this from this virus and my thing is i'm for opening up but you got to be smart about the time to open up and I, I would give it a maybe a few more weeks, but them opening Texas opening up now is fine. But the people, the citizens, the people have to do their job and just go to work and come home. Don't start doing yeah. stupid shit just because, you know, just because the government told you you can't go swim. You can't go hike. You can't go to the mall. We're shutting shit down. Don't just start doing stupid shit because you were told you were like a little kid that said, hey, you can't go outside. You're grounded. Then all of a sudden you're ungrounded and you just fucking start running wild. Don't do that because it's going to make it worse. And you and yeah. and if it gets worse, then the economy is going to shut back down, and there goes your jobs again. There goes your income, mm-hmm. and those worries that you're worrying now is going to be two times that because you're going to be that much more behind on bills. And no, I you're agree. Just back at home again. Yeah, I agree, and I, and I was and I was coarse on the sense of you know going back to work and going home. You know, I have family members that are in the restaurant business, uh, managers, cooks, so on and so forth. You know, and they're sitting at home waiting in line for unemployment still and i'm all like and then the unemployment that some get is it, don't grant it anything is better than nothing of course but it's pretty much a fraction of what they were making you know what i mean and eventually yeah. um as you know these uh apartment complexes these retail business these retail company i mean retail these real estate companies um homeowners these are private entities that eventually the government's not going to be able to keep saying a hey, hold up, hold out on mortgages, hold out on a uh, rent, so on and so forth. Um, and then, it, and it, even if you do like, even if apartment complex is like, you know what, if you're not working, uh, you know, that rent will we'll just, we'll just, hopefully they just put, push the months back and they don't stack your rent up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I would, I would, my mind, my, the logical mindset would be like, if your lease was up in about three months, they're not going to just stack your rent on top of each other. And at the end of those three months, like, Hey man, you owe me $2,500. 
No, I would hope they would just be like, hey, we're just going to extend your lease as long as we're just going to extend your lease. Right. So if you're if you're if your lease was up in um, three months, we're going to add another three months and then we'll just push back your payments and just go for there so we can make up that money. If we can make that money back in the long run, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I know Rico actually brought me and Rico were discussing that and Rico brought that up as well. And I hope I hope that they're they're smart enough and they're compassionate enough to do that instead of just telling the people, hey, I need the money now. You know, and then I, was, I think it's also on the government's part, too. They did give us a stimulus check, which I'm still waiting on mine. I don't know what's up with that. But uh, they did give us a stimulus check. And, you know, they tell us they tell, you know, the, the citizens you can't work. But you, when you come back from work, you're still, let's say you, you've been out of work for what six weeks now. You're still going to have six weeks of bills when you come back, even though you haven't had income in those six weeks. The government also has to do their part and give more money, more reasonable amounts of money. You know, they give you twelve hundred. You, you divide that by 30 days, 30 days in a month. That's only $40 a day. Whew. I mean, that's, that's going to be hard to live off of, especially if you I got a family. Like in Venezuela or something. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but, but you know what I mean? That's going to be hard. So the government has to do their job, too. They got to look yeah. out for us as they're doing in the health-wise. They got to look out for us in the yeah. income, income I, base, you too. Know, I, and I, I think me and Rico were, you know, going back, and, and L as well, you know, we were talking about, Maybe not all on board if initially with the first stimulus package with the with the huge amounts of money to big corporations and stuff. Um, but, you know, uh, I think initially that was a good starting point um, as far as the stimulus check and, you know, trying to uh, keep this small businesses afloat and some big businesses afloat. You know, I think some of the leg- the, the wording and legislation in the in the bill was a lot to do with you know you have to keep these people on payroll you can't fire them if you take this loan uh, am i right rico I, i'm not too sure if uh, i mean i researched yeah. it a while ago yeah so i just looked up a couple things I, when i won't say i fully researched it because I, I didn't write a thesis paper or anything on it but i looked up <laughs> specifically on one portion of it um like the airlines they got 54 billion something like that and in the writing, it was to help alleviate the issues with payroll and wages and, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So one in particular, um, United, we all know we're not getting sponsored by them anymore. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Throwing them under the bus. No more flights from United. Southwest, what up? Southwest, what up? American, what up? All right, but anyway, so... Um, so they got 10% of that just about. So they got about $5 billion. They got 90,000 employees. Um, if we did some quick math there, that's about 50,000 that you could give to each employee mm-hmm. for the next several months. If they, yeah. if it was just specifically done for that, yeah, um, that would kind of make it that each employee that they have was making about a hundred thousand a year, you know, to give or take, if, if we would just did that math, mm-hmm. which we know is not the case. Right. Of course, but that's right. that's contract, what it adds up to. They, they yeah. contract, they part time, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's what it adds up to. So you would think, and you'd be like, "Oh, well, that's not bad." You know, you got plenty of money to spare to pay people's wages for you know six months. Okay, uh, it ended up not being the case. What they what they ended up doing is that they got that, and then soon after the, I think it was either the CEO or the president um, announced layoffs were going to be coming because it couldn't maintain everything going on. Yes, and. Um, and again, I don't know, and none of us know how what it takes to run an airline. No, we don't. But 
but I at can... the same time it's like yeah. where we can safely assume there's not as many planes going on you don't need as much fuel if all the fuel comes from the same source you know which they're paying you to take fuel now so like it's... yeah uh... Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we, we talked about that, and I definitely, you know, I think there's, uh, I think L, you were talking about the, um, I think L was talking about the fringe benefits as far as um, when, um, you know, when employee has, it costs money just to, you know, when you provide somebody, if those employees or those companies provide, uh, for healthcare and um, sick leave, pay time, PTO, whatever. You know, those are your, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, cut me off if I'm wrong, L. Uh, but, you know, those, uh, I mean, if you want to speak on it, because, I mean, I, you you knew a whole lot more than I do on it, you know what I mean, as far as. Yeah, so there's a cost associated with hiring a person. Um, they're called uh, fringe benefits. And so that's what they, it costs a company to hire someone. So if you get a job at $10 an hour, it doesn't cost that company just $10 an hour just to hire you. It costs them $10 an hour plus give or take 30%. So 30% is anywhere from like social security taxes, uh, Medicare taxes, social security taxes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, all that money, I mean, it adds up, um, especially like for a person that, um, like say makes $50,000, Fringe benefits are probably another fifteen thousand dollars for that one employee, for just that one employee. Right? And then, and then, even if and if they're providing those benefits to a part time employee, because some some companies even give those benefits to part time employees. Um, so then that would go the same for them as well too. So instead of maybe a part time employee making twenty five thousand, now that company is spending you know what um, forty thousand, thirty two, thirty thirty, yeah, something like that, thirty thirty five thousand. Yeah, so for full-time employees, I mean, usually the like an industry standard is 30%. For part-time, it's a little bit less uh, just because most uh, employers don't offer health insurance to part-time employees. And if they do, well, they, it, it comes out of the employee's paycheck. So it's usually uh, about 10 to 15% for part-time. Wow, so, okay. So and, and I still don't think, even if I think we do calculations and so on and so forth, I still don't think they blow through that money that quick. I, I like, you know, like, like Rico said, you know, we don't, we don't know what it takes to run a business, but then also to reiterate, he also talked about there's no planes going, there's no, there's no fuel really being burnt. There's not, a, there's not that much maintenance um, being done and you can take this um, and spread it across, you know, other fields and avenues too. But then some restaurants, you know, um, Walmart used to uh, rent the land that they built their uh, buildings on, right? A um, couple years back, if I'm not mistaken, they started buying it because renting it in itself was costing them more money than actually owning the land. So yeah. so they started buying the land and started building their Walmarts. I don't know how many Walmarts, I don't know how, how many Walmarts that are built, they've transitioned to buying the actual property, the land. Um, but, you know, some companies, small, small businesses, and maybe big businesses maybe not having even gone that route to do that. And um, maybe they actually, uh, you know, some of them still have to. I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, they are talking about the uh, restaurant. Even my sis- the sister was talking about the restaurant that they have to pay rent on that property no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, that's not being oh. stopped. Uh, my, my, my sister, um, their, their business is not being um, 
that rent's not going to stop and whatever else behind the scenes. So, but I, if I'm not mistaken, Rico and Dan, uh, Oxcord, they were talking about, um, um, I think they were trying to put another bill in another stimulus. Right. And it was supposed to go to smaller businesses. I'm not a fan of that. I think, uh, I think that needs to, I honestly think that needs to go to the people because I personally, personally, man, um, I think if you're a business owner, you need to just like, um, you know, you listen to investment advisors and you listen to people that advise you on money on how to have savings and stock up and so on and so forth. I honestly think businesses need to have that too as well. And you can't get, keep, keep getting bailed out like they did in 2008 to real estate and banks and all that stuff like that. And, and, um, and the only reason, the only reason those big, big businesses get bailed out is because of the, the income that they get yearly. So I'm assuming the government sees it as, you know, they're, they're, they're helping the economy go round. And so we got to keep them afloat. Yeah. We got to keep them afloat or else our economy is going to take a hit because, and, you know, and, and it's, and it's, and, it, and it's true to that because big businesses, Walmart's a big business and they, and they, and you look at everybody, the ground workers, those are um, what you would probably call your average American, right? Right. Um, your average American that works. So I, I think the fear is when you hear money going to big business, we scream, of course, because I, I want to know where that shit's going. I mean, I would love for that stuff to be tracked dollar by dollar. You know what I mean? Like, especially with a loan like this, like, yo, yeah, you know, you know, it's going, it's going to someone's pocket, you know, well, not all of it, but you know, someone's well, taking some. Yeah. Yo, I so I was, how I, can you just print money? Like we're just was, printing money. We just bro, printed what, however many trillions of dollars to bail out let's some go back lines to the on a computer screen. Let's go back to the gold standard, man. I don't, I don't let's go back to yeah, I agree. The, gold, the, the gold hey, no, standard. Man, it's all Bitcoin. The, <laughs> gold stand, hey, but, but the gold standard kept us in check though. Right. We couldn't spend what we didn't have pretty much. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Inflation roughly didn't um, vary that much. I'm not an economy expert, um, but you know, we do what we try to do our due diligence. Um but you yeah, know. that's it's the same theory with like e-commerce too, like e or not e-commerce, e-currency. So the bitcoins, there's supposed there's a just a set amount that's being made, and that's it. Like there's no more. It just mm-hmm. takes a lot of time to to get it done. Okay. Like to to process it. So uh, I don't know if you guys have looked into it. Basically, what you do, it's like it's imagine it's just like some giant math problem that's being churned out. And so mm-hmm. as you mine Bitcoin, your computer is using up the resources to solve this equation. And then you just start linking up different computers. And once you solve it, you get a little bit more Bitcoin and then you get another yeah. problem. Yeah. So it just keeps going up until that amount is like f- yeah. fully mined. And now there's just that set amount there. So it's yeah. like the electronic version of what gold and silver and all these resources that we know that there's a set amount in the world and we can't get more. It's the same idea, same concept. Okay, and that's what Bitcoin. Kind of, nah, nah, like those e currency things. Okay, e currency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I'm gonna take a kind of a, a different turn here. I was, uh, I was, I was um, thinking, you know, what if this we don't get a vaccine for this? What's gonna what what what's gonna happen naturally with a virus like this? So uh, I heard I heard a lot of comparisons with the Spanish flu, and so uh, I did um. <laughs> I'll use the term research. I did some research and um, 
And I looked it up, and the Spanish flu was between 1918, and it ended about uh, mid-1919. And uh, yeah, what happened roughly. is – what's up? No, I just said roughly. I was just going. Yeah. yeah and um, and uh, if I read correctly, if I remember correctly, it started in Europe, and this was right after World War One, and a lot of soldiers had visited, you know, because World War One. So when they oh. came back to the United States, they were already sick with it. So back then, the, the, the first licensed vaccine wasn't until 1940. Um, so, you know, there was no vaccines in 1918, 1919. So what, what the America did is they basically, what, what we're doing now is what they did. They shut, but they completely shut everything down. Businesses were closed, everything. And, you know, they, they just tried to monitor uh, the virus and make sure, you know, it didn't, get out, it didn't get out of hand. And they didn't have medicines back then. So what they would do is they would prescribe Tylenols you know, to help with the symptoms and all that. And a lot of people were dying from taking too much Tylenol. And yeah. so a lot of them were, were overdosing, but you know, those contributed to the quote unquote Spanish flu deaths, the overdosing on Tylenol. So eventually uh, they started going, they started going back to normal. You know, they opened up businesses, but they told people you have to wear masks. So, you know, uh, I think I put it on our group chat. You could see people living life with, with yeah. masks on. And then eventually yeah, but- how the virus ended is is the people that lived developed an immunity for it. And this is mm-hmm. this sounds mean, but those that didn't die. And eventually no. the virus just died out until we came up with a vaccine for it like two decades well, later. Well, is is there a is is there a vaccine for the Spanish flu? I don't yeah, know if so there is that I know we have medicine now for it, but go ahead. Uh, so I think the Spanish flu has the same like type of virus that H1N1 as the swine flu did. Uh-huh. So they mm-hmm. took that vaccine, and that's how they were able to speed up the swine flu vaccine. So swine flu came out, like, was... let's say, April of 2009. By like yeah. October, November, they, we were already putting out a vaccine. For because, it. We, because it was from a similar, like a very identical strand of the Spanish yeah. flu. A, s- a similar type of virus, yeah. Okay, okay. So it made, it, it made the process as far as... Um... Mm-hmm getting a vaccine out there a little bit faster okay so um all right cool and i honestly um which is what's a big deal i guess now because the the coronavirus the covid19 now i think is very similar to the sars virus if i remember mm -hmm. correctly someone can quote me on that yeah it's covid uh, sars yeah yeah you're correct it up but (laughs) uh, but we have a i don't know if we have a vaccine for sars right which i think Uh, is going to be I don't think we do because I, I know there's not a vaccine for Sika and that was pretty big too. There's yeah. a lot of these new recent almost pandemic world ending things that we don't have vaccines for and we're just like, all right, cool. Let's just hope Ebola doesn't go anywhere, you know? Right. Well, I know Ebola, we're just containing it, so to speak, containing it. So. Yeah. But the as you were talking, just to kind of add to to Oxcourt's point, the the Spanish flu had three spikes. It had the initial spike that happened during the time of war. Um, once the war ended and all the troops were coming back home, what ended up happening is those restrictions that were being put, you know, for all the areas that weren't in combat, the, obviously first to celebrate the fact that the war is over, a lot of those things ended, you know, that's how you get the famous pictures of the the sailor kissing the, you know, his wife or whatever it was. I don't even know if that's the same war, but whatever. It's a good visual. is, Is that the, uh, is that the, is that like the statue over there, uh, um in san diego yeah yeah i think so so like i said i don't even know if that's the same war but it's a good visual like all all those things are happening so that's how that second spike happened and you could see you could see the trend so that was a second boom of cases that happened 
and there they killed more people there than than the war itself oh wow. and then yeah. uh, then it died off again because i guess everyone kind of went back to that lifestyle to try and you know isolate yeah. or do whatever it needed to do and then I, there was some third there was a third peak but i think that impacted yeah. somewhere else it was I like think, yeah. australia or something yeah i think things with like um you know with uh you know uh you know we're gonna put out more episodes i definitely want to touch on this a lot more next time um but you know with uh we got to be able to build up those immunities when where we can and i'm not saying hey let's all go out there and um fucking roll around and covid wet naps and shit um but but you know i think i think those who do have it and those who pass it on and they pass it on and pass it on i i don't i'm not a scientist or anything but i think that it would um generationally it'll build up um some type of immunity i know with yeah. um i was speaking with you guys a while ago like the black plague um there's a lot of people from european descent or for anybody who's had the black plague a lot of uh you know it's mainly in europeans of course um they had a they have a harder they have a bigger immunity from the hiv virus because they're if i'm i gotta go back and that's why i want to touch on later but so i can find the correct um um component of the hiv with the black plague or measles because they don't know which one it it, der- it derived from but i think right. if i'm not if i'm not mistaken don't quote me i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back in some facts if i can next time um there's a i think it's a pro a mutated protein within it was they can't they can't just they can't really figure out if it was measles or the black plague that that these ancestors, the European ancestors have made built up this immunity for those who survived. And it just has, um, you know, it's just gone down the lineage and people, not that they can't get it, but it's harder for them to get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I get you. And it's not, and it's not like, Oh, I'm good. If it's just one time, you never know. You could get it that one time. If, if right. HIV, whether it was a needle, uh, unprotected sex, it can be with, um, it could be just happened at one time, but their immune system to fight off HIV is higher because higher. There's, a, there's some type of strand in HIV of, of mutated protein that's identical to measles or um, uh, the black plague. And it was able to, yeah. their, their system was able to build up to it. And now their, their generations down the line, they have that built in, um, uh, they got a high immunity, immunity, immunity to it. Now, now if y'all don't mind, I'm going to, if y'all don't mind, I'm gonna end on my theory okay. on why on why I got two theories on why this happened, and I'm not I'm not gonna be scientific with it. It's just my my theory on why this coronavirus is going around. Was that cool? Was that cool if we end on that? Is, is that yeah. is that cool with you? Right. Let me just put cool? in real quick. Um, a lot of the theories that we or whatever we talked about, we're getting a control group coming out this weekend because. They say businesses are open 25%, but I promise you those parking lots are going to be full. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're going to have a control group. I I want to see them all. Yeah, I feel bad for our healthcare workers in case things go bad because everyone at those parking lots, you know, I don't know. Finish off. (laughs) That's it. Finish it off. All right, so I got got, uh, two theories. One, I'm going to – I'll take it. uh, My first one I'll, I'll use in a natural sense. So anytime that since, you know, we were talking about immunities, anytime your body or a living organism is attacked, you know, by a virus or just something foreign to the body and that's just destroying it, your body builds up antibodies, you know, they send white blood cells to it. 
you know, for it to kill it. So, you know, we're living on the biggest living organism there is, which is Earth. And us as humans, what have we done to Earth? I mean, through our existence, as time goes on, we've been destroying the Earth. Yep. I mean, it, it's it's been well documented. I don't I, I know the numbers are up there as far as animals that are endangered and animals that are already extinct. Like literally our species alone isn't is making other species go extinct. If that's not a if that's not a virus or if that's not a huge form of destruction, I don't know what is. So maybe this virus came about. Maybe it didn't come up in a lab. Maybe, you know, it, it, the nature, maybe Earth just came up with it just to, cause, you know, it's, it's got to cleanse itself, you know, especially if something, you know, you got, you know, you're a drug addict. You got to cleanse yourself, your body of, you know, that toxin that that's in you in order for you to go back to living normal. So maybe this is Earth's way of of doing that. You know? Well, um, I, I, if if I may, um, go ahead, no, go ahead. um, I agree with that. Uh, definitely. Uh, think about the simplest things, life form of, to down to plants, right? Um, right. Some plants are some plants produce berries that are. Whether it's strawberries, whether it's um, uh, even bananas have seeds if you get an actual an organic banana, uh, right? Uh, apples, whatever, whatever your case may be, um, you know how do these how do apple trees be to become apple trees? A lot of these plants developed to be like, hey, I still want to, you know, I want to live, I want to survive, right? So right. this this strawberry develops to, you know, it de- develops this sweet taste so animals can eat them. And then animals, after they eat them, what do they do? They poop it out, right? And right. Then the, the seeds are already in fertilizer. And then another strawberry flower or whatever, heck, grows and starts to bloom, so on and so forth. Right. But also, on the other hand, plants also, plants and animals also do that on the defense. They build up right. po- They build up poisons. You got poison dart frogs. You got um, poison dart frogs didn't start off poisonous. They started, they, they were being eaten. You know what I mean? Right. They would be eating right. and eating. And that was one way to start protecting themselves. They start developing these toxins over their bodies. Same things with uh, poison berries, poison ivy, so on and so forth. All these things have developed over time to defend themselves from predators. And so right. if if whatever the science is out and it's definitive to whether this virus came from a bat strain or um, what is it? That pigadilla? What is that thing? Whatever. <laughs> oh, that pangolin? That pang looks like a sandrew. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and and if you if you go down that route as far you know Earth fighting back, it could be even simpler to. Um, it can even get simpler down to, animals are trying to fight back, so they're being killed, eaten in these uh, wildlife shops down in China. Now they don't. Now those now those places are finally after years and years. Now they're illegal. They're banned now in China. Right. So. Right. So they, these animals probably could have just been evolving over the centuries, over time, over years to develop these viruses that they carry to hopefully prevent us humans because we want to find delicacies and with ever animal that has meat. And they're like, all right, now they know. Now we finally woke up and we're like, all right, maybe we should stop eating whatever is carrying these yeah. viruses. Right, right, exactly. You know, like, yeah. So that's that. So I, I, I definitely, you know, me, man. Um, animals and humans, man, they evolve very. You know, it's it's crazy. Right. We're just we're 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 different, crazy organisms. But yeah, you know what? I mean, I didn't. I wanted to. I I wanted to reiterate that because I do agree with you. So. Right, and and then and then on the other side, you know, the, my other theory is, 
<clears throat> I'm not speaking so much on the origin from it, but just on what's happening now. You know, as far as when it comes to isolating, we live in the perfect time to isolate. Look, look what we're doing right now. We're recording a podcast without being next to each other. You can literally talk to someone without being next to someone. You can see someone and they're thousands of miles away. So this is the perfect, we live in the perfect era and time to isolate. But what are we missing most? We're missing human contact. We're missing that hug that you want from someone. You're, we're missing that kiss that you want from someone. You're, you're missing just that feeling of being in a group of people and everything's okay. You, you, you know, you're missing that. We're missing that as humans right now because you know if that happens, you know, there's a possibility of you getting sick or you dying. So the overall message, you know, th- I'm going on the, the emotional side. You know, don't take that shit for granted. Whenever this shit goes back to normal, because it will, whenever we get back to normal living, don't take for granted that, hey, I'm going to go over to a friend's house. I'm going to go see my, my grandma. I'm going to go see my best friend. I'm going to go see my girl or my boyfriend. Don't take that shit for granted anymore. Don't just sit. Don't don't get together as a family, get in a room and just stay on your phone. You know, actually get to know one another, you know, because you never know. Look, look, look how quick this happened. In a matter of two months, you can't go to your you can't go to your parents house. You can't go see your grandma. You know, so don't don't take for granted. Don't take for granted the, the little small things that we neglected because we do them every day. Because now every day is something totally different than what it was a few months ago. Yep. So maybe this virus happened for a reason. So we as humans can be better humans you know, and analyze ourselves and analyze how we're treating each other and how we actually take just the, pre- just the, just the, the feeling of waking up and you actually get to give someone a kiss, you actually get to hug someone, you get to go to work and you get to yell at someone, you know, just those little simplicities that we take for granted or we complain about and they're gone now. So maybe, maybe this is just a, a wake up call for us as humans to be better as humans. Uh, that, that was my other, that was on my, my theory on the emotional side of why this is going on, but you know, right, well, you never know. Well, look. All right, everybody. Look, we back. Uh, we're going to be doing this a lot more often. We do apologize if you guys on your end um, struggling with the audio. We think we're going to give you guys the best that we can with what we got. You know, we definitely don't or what we have. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. But, um, <laughs> but you know, we definitely, I, you know, I feel like we were, I feel like we were on to something with what we started and we want to make sure that we keep continuing. So, uh, and we will so just we're gonna and so we want to keep doing it bear with us through this time while yeah. we are respecting the guidelines and distancing ourselves uh, we're going to continue with this virtual uh audio format um we will give you get back to our high higher quality that that you guys are used to but uh again you know uh welcome back thank you for listening and yeah and appreciate again rico for being on i'm, I'm sure we'll have you on on more episodes yeah, yeah, you'll course. be a, you'll be our quarantine guest so Thanks for being on again. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on. Nah, we're gonna have him back. We always talk about next. Yeah, you'll be back next episode again. I'm sure there'll be another petition going around for you to come back. So, all right, (laughs) all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, All praise be to God, and until next time. All right, we out.